going, everyone? Welcome to the show. I'm James Wazile. Joining me today is Scotty Hawk from Hawk's Call. Hawk Rounds, we're going to have another guest. Joining us in just a little bit, Scotty. How you doing? I'm hyped still. Just got out, like, not that long out ago. Of, Half hour out ago. Out of, out of the movie. We should we should let it. It's yes. the movie you got out of. Yes. Okay. Yes. Three hours, <laughs> and I there's slight criticism about the end, and I really didn't see it. Last half hour flew just as fast as uh, the whole movie for me. So I'm gonna okay. We're not gonna get no spoilers. So this is no spoiler talk. We're doing no spoilers. You see up in the corner of the screen. No spoilers tomorrow, 3 p.m. Eastern live. That's where we're doing the spoilers today. Though no spoilers, Scotty. But yeah, that okay. last the the ending of this movie. There is a point in it that is in the trailer. You know what? One argue, one complaint I do have about this movie was the trailer showed a lot from the bottom half of this movie. Not like specifics, but shots. There were shots that happened later on that weren't in, that were in the trailers. And I was like, oh my gosh, I, wow. But uh, you're right. There's yeah. a shot in the trailer. Yeah, I'll tell you. I'll tell you this when we're done recording. There's a shot in, in the trailer that's in the trailer, and I was like, okay, that's kind of weird. Like in the trailer, I thought it was weird. The context of the movie, it works beautifully, and it's a moment in the film when it happened, and I was just, I was just like. Oh, I effing love Batman. It was, it was like this moment. I was like, oh, not not yeah, like. Dude. I mean, this this Batman, yes, but Batman as a whole. It was just this whole like Batman. I'm like, I just love Batman. Batman is 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 the best, and uh, not we we won't go into spoilers, so I won't say it mm-hmm. is. But I'm with you. That last 45 minutes, it felt. Mm-hmm. It actually for me, and I'm not gonna. We're not gonna compare this to other Batman movies because it's still too early to do that you know like we've had time to process all the other films and this one's whatever but i will say mm-hmm. that the ending the not the very very the, the very very end was actually very similar to the dark knight i will say that but the the middle chunk of the final act i thought they pulled it off better than the dark knight the second half of the movie for me and even I think it's specifically the part that everyone's complaining about for me had some of the best Batman moments as far as like, and I'm not going to be specific, but I was really paying attention to all the advice he gave Selena Kyle. Yes. And it really stood out to me as like, this dude gets it. And like, this is Batman. So, you know, just the way he was uh, trying to tell her how to approach things. I've, I felt was like very Batman. It was extremely Batman. And and the great thing about this movie, it's is, you know, there's been all this talk, the big it's year two. This is year two of him being Batman. It's year two. Yo. Uh, then, he, oh man. Narration. But, 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 yeah. The, that, That's all I want to say. <laughs> well, this uh, is year two is year two. Mm-hmm. They make a big stink about this being year two. We heard all leading mm-hmm. up to his year two, but it's still at the heart of it about Batman becoming Batman without having mm-hmm. to watch his parents get killed for the 1000th time. This is a movie about Batman being Batman. Dude, and you talk about world building. It's a it's a movie about Gotham. It oh, is yeah. a movie about every single player in that city, dude. Like, I'm ready. I'm all I'm all in for everything they do in this universe. There was a moment with the penguin towards the end. I'm ready for his show now, right now. <laughs> but speaking of right now, let's bring in our good friend Kale, the youth critics here. Hey, Kale, how's it going? What's up, man? Hey, 
Uh, I'm good. How's it going? Hey. And hey, yes, I, I know what you're talking about with the penguin. Yes. Mm. Yep. Uh, Set him um, up. Nice. All right. So, yes. Good. No, you, I, you, Kel, you saw. We're the, going non You saw this Go movie before us. Yeah, we're going non spoiler <laughs> This is non-spoiler right now. <laughs> is he frozen? All right, let's keep no. okay. going on the. Okay, oh, so there. all right, so yes. Uh, y'all can hear me, right? Yeah, you're back. Hello. Okay, so. Hey, you're good. Uh, yeah, so yeah, I saw this movie. Yeah, I saw this movie early on Tuesday night, and uh, great screening. Uh, so did I, I saw this in for the DC Presents, and they had a great overture. The overture was the Riddler theme. So, wow. yeah, Jealous. and they had this incredible. Oh, it was incredible, and it was an IMAX. It was, um, but yes, non spoilers. I love this movie. It, this mm. I'm a huge Batman fan. And this movie like was almost way too overstimulating. Dude, the <laughs> the introduction of the Batmobile, I was like, I thought it was behind me. I thought it was behind me. <laughs> that thing was yes. amazing. Amazing. So yeah. Cool. And just the showdown between that and the penguin. Just like yep. the penguin just, just like eyeing it. Just like yep. eyeing it like he knows what's about to go down. <laughs> you know, yeah. It was good. Uh, it's great. All right, but still, non-spoilers. Uh, so. <laughs> it's, it's, you know what's funny? Is, is I was talking to somebody the other day, and they're, and they're like, have you seen spoilers? And I said, no, and I don't even know what you could spoil in this movie. The whole thing, <laughs> this whole movie could be spoiled. Like, like the, there, it's weird because it's not like twists and turns necessarily, but it's like every element of this movie, you don't want to know going into it mm-hmm. because it's so, it's, it's so fascinating, and it. I think much like you know a, a, the Nolan films, it does work if it's not a Batman film, but they utilize the Batman characters and lore so well in this. And shout out to I look. I, I gotta say one thing. There's two things in here that they did that really blew my mind. One that they did they did something that the Amazing Spider-Man movies they tried to do it, but they just couldn't stick the landing on it, and that had to do with the parents. This movie stuck mm. the landing on the parents, and and in the 1960s Adam West Batman show, which I watched religiously as a child, mm. Catwoman. It, there's a Catwoman scene in that show. I'm not. I'll mention it tomorrow because I'm not going to mention it today. But there's a Catwoman scene in that show, and if <laughs> I don't think they meant this at all, but there was like a role reversal going on, and that was very. And I was just like, that is Adam West right there. There was a role mm-hmm. reversal, and that made me very happy. But it was the the amazing Spider-Man parents that they set some stuff up, and you're intrigued by it, and then you just kind of let it go. Whereas this one, this whole movie is based on on the parents, the mystery of the parents, which I thought they pulled off very. Not going into details, obviously, I, pu- I thought they pulled off very well. Dude, that whole storyline about the history that his family has with that other thing they bring in. Oh, I can't wait for the second movie. I can't wait for the second movie, dude. Oh yeah, like oh man, it, it's so like, because it's so rich. Like that's the thing I love about this movie is there's so much detail in everything, not just like in the story, but also in production design, the way the mm-hmm. whole city acts towards, you know, Batman. I mean, I 
I don't think this is a spoiler, but I mean, the way Gotham, you know, interacts and characterizes Batman is so mythic. It's so mm, loved that. Oh, it's so mythic. Like, you know, like I know there's been a lot of talk, like, you know, like, you know, just kind of pitting Reeves and Snyder against each other. I feel like Reeves and Snyder are kind of like handshaking each other, like, cause they both mm. create a mythic legend out of Batman. Yep. Here. You know, for Dude, their- and everybody Gotham. was uh, everybody was wondering about like where the after this. I can see these like I can see it. I can see them being a, a multiversal thing they could mess with in the future. Like the universe he has built in the Reeves verse. I got a lot of vibes even from the Snyder stuff, the Snyder Batman stuff. Like. Uh, it was a tribute to a lot of different. I'm excited about the Adam West story because I have not seen any of that show, admittedly. Um, You've never seen that, that show? I know of wow. it. I've seen the YouTube. I mean, I got YouTube, you know, in the outer rim. We do have that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. I watched it a lot. I, that's, of- that's, that was my Batman growing up. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because, you know, because I, I was animated. animated series. Yeah, same. Mm-hmm. Yeah, same. That was my introduction, and then I watched all the Batman movies when I was like three or four years old at the time, like the Schumacher and Burton movies. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I I really you know dug into it, and then I saw the T the original Adam West like later on on like TV Land, um, back in the mid two thousands before Batman Begins came out. Mm-hmm. That was interesting to go from that to Batman Begins. <laughs> Yeah, that, that was see that was my that was my Batman. Like my Batman was Adam West, and then all the cartoons were basically ad- versions of Adam West. On that's what I grew up with, and then the Michael Keaton one, the Tim Burton one. That one was such a big deal. But you know, you know what that one did though. When that movie came out, it was uh, Batman is going to be wearing uh, black was a big deal. He's bulletproof was a big deal, and the the other thing was there's only going to be one villain in it. And that was obviously the Joker and Jack Nicholson. And I still mm-hmm. think he did a, a great, I think he's my, you know, I mean, Heath Ledger's Heath Ledger, but I think the joke is like Jack Nicholson is whatever. But this movie, what I really appreciated about this movie in regards to Batman centric material was the use of the rogues gallery of villains. And there's all the ones that you expect, maybe some more, but what they, they use them in, the mystery like they were they were part of the plot they weren't mm-hmm. you know the riddler's the main the main big bad here but the other rose gallery characters are used within the riddler's plot not necessarily the riddler's even aware of that necessarily but like he does that and they interwove them so perfectly these characters from batman that you know it used to be Mr. Freeze, Poison Ivy, and Bane, and it's like there's too many villains. Now it's like, man, mm-hmm. they could have put more. In, they could have put more in here, and they yeah. would have made it work. I felt. Yeah, I, I've. I don't know the full count. I think there's like because I mean are, we count Carmine as a as a villain yeah. as well. So the mob, yeah. yeah, for sure. So yeah, there's we all like, know the names. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so technically, there's like four villains in mm-hmm. here, or four. If we want to include the Rugs Gallery or uh, not Rugs Gallery, Catwoman as as a villain, even though she's an anti hero yeah. in this, yeah, I would count her as a villain though because she's Catwoman and she's mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. still counts as. One. I'm old. I'm old, so I'm going with her as a villain. <laughs> but she's kind of like the solo in this movie, you know, mm-hmm. Not, mm-hmm. the wild card. Yeah, she's the wild card, if you will. Yeah, 
Like, you don't know exactly what you're going to get, but especially mm-hmm. as you discover her character more throughout the film, you know, and, you know, in all the little surprises, all the little things, I know I'm teasing, but just all the little yeah, things, yeah. you know, that are, you know, interwoven into her story. And it's all mm-hmm. interwoven into the theme of the movie, which is how all these characters grew up with their guilt, or not guilt, grief, excuse me, their, their own mm-hmm. grief. Mm-hmm. I mean, Bruce has his own grief that we're all aware of. And that the viewers are all aware of, of course. But, I mean, Riddler mm-hmm. has, but Edward uh, has his own, you know, grief. Um, Selena has her own grief. Um, but you know what, too, man? Like, people are all. A lot of the pre pre movie hype was like um, emo Batman. There yeah. were there were funny moments in this, and I remember two jokes. One being pretty like directed at like trying to dig Batman, and the other one was like a joke but complimenting batman and i thought they were put in there very well uh so there were moments of like little quips and humor especially between um selena and him also you felt that tension oh it was a lot that. funnier than i expected to it, yeah. it's not it's not it's not hilarious it's not you know mm-hmm. you're not gonna oh no all the gangsters, all the mobsters had moments <laughs> i was just like smiling from ear to ear while they were talking cuz they were perfect and even Riddler has his own like gallows humor. Like the Riddle Dude, he himself. got better. He got better as the movie went on. Yeah. And like his voice and everything got so much better. He was amazing. He yeah. that is you know the Riddler and I I got to see it with uh, Andrew Fantasia here who mm. that's his favorite villain and he for years probably for 10 years he's like I want to do I want a Riddler movie but Riddler's got to be like uh Jigsaw and Saw and he kept cool. going on and on. And on. And it was like, and we're watching this movie oh with it. I'm like, and I literally, I turned to him like, I hate your guts right now. Like, I just, I hate you. Yeah. Cause it like, and that's one thing I, I got to say the first time you see the Riddler in this, well, the first time you see the Riddler in this movie, that was like a shock moment. Yes. Like it, the guy in front of me jumped three times in this. I jumped too, but he jumped <laughs> three times this movie. And that was the first time he jumped was the first time we got a glimpse at the Riddler. The Riddler is, is uh no hold bar. Like, they they took I, I don't even know how to describe him without spoiling really but they, like he is uh, was a fantastic villain top tier just like horrific terrifying he was methodical was knew exactly what he was doing and yeah. and there was no stopping him but also his ideology is scary too like the way yes. he- and even the way he's brought up, like it's it's scary. It's also mythic as well. Like it's just as mythic as he is. Like this mm-hmm. orphan boy who grew up in, I mean, just even a, a downright just like slum of an orphanage, and he's a, coming up he, with this. He's an orphan that had a different life, and it shows like the disparity yeah. between the privilege that Bruce Wayne had to, or that Bruce Wayne was grown up with, and you know where the Riddlers everything comes from the way he just talks the way he breathes like it was amazing he didn't even need to speak words and he was speaking you know what i mean it was awesome i love that character he might be my favorite character in the movie maybe more than maybe more than batman i'm just saying he was that good he was excellent and and he had a full circle arc yeah it's funny it's funny that you say he might be even more than than batman because he batman is in this movie significantly more like there are chunks of this movie where the riddlers 
nowhere to be seen. You don't miss yeah. him in those chunks, but there are chunks where he's just not you in feel it. Because effect, the, yeah. Exactly, because the movie's trying to figure out who this guy is and what what he's up to, and he doesn't even have to be on screen for you know it. And he, the cause and effect that's going all around him, you know, the, the penguin, which Colin Farrell's like, I'm in five or six scenes, and then you watch and you're like, oh, those are those are a big five or six. Like he penguin was in this movie a lot more than i was anticipating based on what i had heard hmm. oh yeah in in what in going back to the riddler i mean his presence is just like heath leather heath ledger's joker in dark knight where it's he, he's leather he's the joker's not there in every scene but the way like his like the character's presence the way the character's actions affects the story it affects the world around gotham Mm-hmm. Is it so similar to how the whole world is affected by the Riddler's actions? It, so, I mean, it, so it, and it's even more shocking because this guy can get in anywhere. Like, he can get in, like, oh, the, the most highly secured places and get anyone. And that's what this, that's the true horror of the dude. The and the, he was an agent of chaos. You want to compare it to both movies? Like, they both portrayed just the chaos they wanted chaos in gotham because they're trying to show everybody what the hell is going on and mm-hmm. yeah. that's the truth yeah so good oh gosh he even thinks he's the hero of his own story that's what's even scarier yeah his motives are very strong yeah yeah, uh, yeah um, i almost just spoiled something but yeah he <laughs> does he oh you know yeah. every every villain thinks they're the hero right that's how it works but this I don't see. I'm not sure if he. I think he knows what he's doing is wrong, um, but he think. But it's for the better good of Gotham. So it's kind of mm-hmm. like he 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 knows that him and Batman are parallels. But I think he realizes what side of the fence they're on. Maybe he doesn't actually, because there's a scene. Anyway, it's really. I thought his overall plot. Uh, Kale, actually, let me ask you this because we talked about it earlier. But the last uh, act. How did you feel without details? Obviously, how did you feel about that last act? Um, what I love about, and without going to spoilers, what I love about like the Batman and Riddler's interactions are that it's so it's paying homage to Joel Schumacher's falling down. Like, there's that famous scene where Michael Douglas interacts with like a, an actual crazy person, uh-huh. and he's like, and the crazy person's like, "I'm like you. I'm like you know." And there's this moment like that in this movie where, you know, Riddler thinks that he is an agent of Batman. You know, and my, I know I might, Miley, like he feels like he is an agent yeah, he's, working for, yeah. you know, and yeah. that's what's so scary. And, and it creates this whole shift in dynamic for the whole arc of the movie because we start this movie with Bruce as in, in Batman voice. You know, thinking he's an agent of vengeance. He's an agent. That of I'm vengeance. the I'm vengeance line uh-huh. is a through line. Carries a lot of way. Movie yeah. the, it has multiple meanings. Comes from multiple things. Mm. Is yeah, it's cool. We didn't know that when we heard it the first time right. two years ago at Fandom, right? Right. Right. But but it plays such an important role because that's how the whole city feels. Like the whole city feels like it's on the verge of needing vengeance rather than justice because systematically you know the whole renewal project that's been like touted throughout the movie uh failed it failed the citizens of gotham like 
everything that even you know Thomas Wayne you know invested in didn't go it didn't go to the right people it just went back to the corrupt so I know I'm mildly spoiling spoiling some stuff but yeah I'm trying not to say anything (laughs) I know I'm trying to be careful to not give too much away but like that but that's the arc of the movie is Bruce having to go from I'm an agent of vengeance to I'm an agent to not even an agent anymore. Just like I'm a beacon of, to, I have to become a beacon of hope. That's his, that's what the arc of the movie is. He has to open up. You've said too much. I have. <laughs> I was, there's, there are a lot of Batman. Guys, yeah, let's reel it in. Let's talk a little bit about. I'm not revealing sure. the ending. Yeah. Sorry. I'm not, I, I'm sorry. I'm not revealing the ending. But like, <laughs> we're, we're getting close, man. Oh, it's so okay, hard. Okay. I'll, I'll, so I'll be hard. quiet. I'll be quiet. It's I'll hard to do it. <laughs> All right, someone else goes. I'm trying to save you. This let's talk a little bit about. (laughs) Let's talk a little bit about the the cinematography of this one. Batman Forever obviously was nominated for best cinematography. I think The Dark Knight was as well. Um, Kale, as a movie guy, what did you what did you make of like the film noir stuff right off the get go? Once we once we're introduced to Batman, it felt like a film noir. From everything, obviously the voiceover, but the cinematography I thought was beautiful. And the posters, you know, they kept leaning on the red and the yellows. And then when you watch the movie, you're like, oh, that's why they leaned on those colors. Because this movie is full. It is filled mm-hmm. with red and yellows, Kale. Right. Well, it's even more red. In so even in the DC Presents screening, we got like these slideshows of the motion posters of like the red rain falling in, you know, with the mm-hmm. with Batman. So it so to go to your cinematography, it's like this interesting cross between Blade Runner and Seven. Like that's like that's the kind of the whole vibe of the movie is it's trying to cross all of these like nineties and eighties with a little bit of tinge of the seventies of like crime thrillers and also like being modern as well and. So that's what, and it creates this kind of like timeless quality. And to go to the cinematography, like I love it because it's so rich. Every detail, so much of the movie takes place like during magic hour. Uh, like so yeah. much, of, especially during Selena and Bruce's uh, scenes in the movie. Um, as, as, as shown a little bit in the trailer, uh, like they have like, like all of their scenes look just so incredibly dynamic and rich. And then when it's dark and chaotic, it, when it needs to be, especially during like the club sequences where it's just strobe lights. Like mm-hmm. it, it just is so perfect. And then it does something even crazier. Uh, can we talk about the gadgets a little bit or do we want to hold off on that? I think we can do a little bit of the gadgets. Cause there's that whole, eye Cause, I mean, it's bad. It's Batman. It's Batman. We know that Batman has gadgets. Some of them are in the trailers. I look, I was happy that he went back to a utility belt. He uses mm-hmm. the utility. Maybe, maybe it doesn't have shark repellent or anything like that. But he uses a he uses a utility belt in this. He put, yeah, no, he doesn't have shark repellent, um, which is unfortunate. But okay, I got a really, uh, I got a really Sin City vibe from the opening of the movie, and based on like the way they shot Gotham, just reminded me of how Sin City opened. I don't know if you guys remember that movie. But. Yeah. I'm trying to so black and white. It was black and white except for certain moments of like blood splatters and things like that. Wasn't it Frank Miller? 
I don't know who did that. And Robert Rodriguez. Yeah, Robert bad. Rodriguez. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, Miller yeah. Rodriguez. Robert Rodriguez. Miller wrote but, the script in the novel. Yeah, so just the whole panning over Gotham and showing different angles of the people on the streets and things like that. It was cool, man. Gosh, that whole opening um, after the prologue is so good. It's so chilling. And his Batman voice is good. They don't do any weird like auto-tuning. It's just he just lowers his voice. It's good. It's almost like Robert yeah. Pattinson was good the whole entire time. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I've been saying, Kel, I've been saying in every video we've done that uh, I haven't been on board with Defoe playing the Joker, but I, the Lighthouse, when those two play off each other in the Lighthouse, I'm like, bring that mm-hmm. every day. Put them on screen together. Defoe could play any villain he wants opposite Pattinson. I will watch that movie because those be two were great together. <laughs> Honestly, but, give Defoe Two Face or Harvey Dent. Oh, that would be great too. Actually, yeah, he, he just put him as long as he can interact with Pattinson because uh, they're, they're they're great together. Let's talk a little bit about Gotham City. Gotham City is a character. We went away from it just being Chicago. There's pieces of Chicago in it, obviously, but in the in the, in the Nolan movies and London, yeah, they're com- they're like this mixture of whatever, but. But, you know, in, in the Nolan trilogy, after it begins, it basically just becomes Chicago, right? There's not really much else to it. It's just, it's just here's a big modern city. This one had, like, you know, the modernism of Chicago, New York, but also, like, the the old medievalness of the of uh, the uk and whatnot so i thought it was perfect and and they kept showing these beautiful shots of it and and i felt them i felt like i wanted to go there but not because it's so damn corrupt <laughs> <laughs> no i i love gotham in this movie like it, it feels like an homage to both burton's uh and no one's because like it just feels like the color grade, everything design wise, like it feels like such a homage, but also it feels so unique. And then also, what's so great is there are extras. There are people in this movie that mm-hmm. you know you feel like are real. Like like if, like everything yep. feels realistic and lived in. Um, and then even the locations we get to go to, you know, uh, there's the club. There's um the abandoned i guess construction site where the light is uh there is the graves there's i mean the or I, I, not going in anymore but like there's so much you know even the wayne you know tower everything feels yep. so lived in they give you all of gotham that's for sure mm-hmm. they uh even show like literally whole maps at times so if you're a super nerd you'll have opportunity to dissect that for sure yeah, absolutely. What um, did you guys make of the Riddler's puzzles? I love. Did them. you find? Did you love them? Did you find they're a little easy? I'm just. I'm not saying yeah. I did. I'm just asking. I think they're pretty good. Easy. I, I will say I I I did enjoy them a lot. I enjoyed certain things, and I enjoyed, uh, without spoiling anything, I enjoyed Alfred's uh, little gameplay into it as well. I thought I was like, oh, that's fun. I'm glad. I'm mm-hmm. glad they, because I think you know. I, Andy Serkis is obviously great as Caesar, but he's, I thought he was phenomenal in uh, Black Panther as Claw in Black Panther. And uh, they offed him way too soon, I thought, because I was like, he's so good. What are you doing? They're always killing him too soon. Star Wars, that. Apes. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. The Lord of the Rings. Oh. (laughs) 
Kong. Sorry, I had to. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and yes, I just spo- we're spoiling, we're gonna spoil other movies. That's that's my thing. Yeah, we'll, we'll spoil spoiling. other movies, we won't spoil this movie. <laughs> well, I think we might have already mm-hmm. spoiled it. Batman is Bruce Wayne, um, a very, a very different mask? Bruce what? Wayne, a very different Bruce Wayne, though. We've never gotten mm-hmm. a Bruce Wayne quite like this in, in movies before. Like, he's so far removed from obviously Ben Affleck, even like. You know, this movie will get compared to the Nolan trilogy a lot. They're going because, oh, especially Dark Knight, they're really going to want to, which one's better? This or Dark Knight? Mm-hmm. But th- this Bruce Wayne versus that Bruce Wayne are, very, other than having a lot of money, they're completely different people. Like, completely different people. Uh, yes. Um,. I want to know more about Alfred because that was something they didn't really touch on is, you know, uh, who, who trained this Batman for two years? Why is he such a good combatant, et cetera, et cetera. In the, in the prequel book, Scotty, I will tell you Oh yeah, yeah. that uh, he, um, he travels abroad for like 10 years mm-hmm. and when he, and he learns different, I think he learned some fighting styles while he's gone. But is it ninjutsu? It's it's Bruce Jitsu, as Alfred likes to call it. He does. And Alfred teaches him ninjutsu. It's called ninjutsu. Alfred was uh, British secret intelligence. (laughs) Yeah. Alfred was British secret secret intelligence. And that's kind of been their thing. And Alfred, and and in the book, the first like part of the book, Alfred always beats him. He bests him at everything. And then at at the (laughs) end, Bruce is finally like, I got the upper hand. I can take you out now, old man. Nice. Okay. The prequel, the prequel book. I don't know if I would recommend it still, but it had a lot of little details that kind of filled things. Like that's one of them. But then the Wayne Manor Mm -hmm. being burnt down, you learn that's actually you learn how that came to be. So there's things there's things in that novel that play out in the in the in the movie. I won't go any further because some of them are actually kind of spoilery. But that's all in the trailer. Cool. So wait, is this prequel book? Is it kind of like this ver this universe's version of Year One? Uh yeah, so so actually actually in the in the uh, in the movie he has the the diary that he writes in a diary in the book in the movie and in the in the book he also has that and it's it's uh Gotham Project Year One in that one actually so yes okay, Dude, okay, okay. when we talk spoilers I have a lot of thoughts on that, <laughs> on that diary scene the diary yeah. scene I was like wait a minute like there was more to that it was it was cool. That's cool. Yeah, there's a lot going on. <laughs> let's 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 talk a little bit about where this stands in your guys' minds in relation to other Batman films. You don't have to say it's better than another, not that, but is this like how? Obviously, you would both recommend it, I believe. But why? How about why would you recommend it? I think if you enjoyed the Nolan stuff, you will thoroughly enjoy this. I think the only thing that this one differs in are the villains and they, you know, we've already compared Heath Ledger to some of the stuff we've seen. And I just think it's a great sign of what's to come as far as building a universe. uh, I really think it's done just as well, if not better than what they did in dark Knight. Uh, I have no idea. Like, where to place it yet i feel like my brain is still this is too fresh and i'm seeing it tomorrow as well amazing um so Mm -hmm. 
I will say to your point, if you are a huge Batman fan, like both comic and movie fan, and I guess all the animated stuff, like you're going to love this movie. Like mm. it's I. It, like I'm trying to think, like right now, like how in the world could this somehow be turned into a Last Jedi situation? <laughs> um, like, because because you know, there's always that fear of like a movie like that that gets to be this good, then gets like you know its reputation reputation like tarnished mm-hmm. because of uh, it just gets its reputation tarnished, you know, and. I'm always weary of that now, but I. But right now, I'm like, I don't know how, because this is uh, this is the movie everyone has been wanting. Everyone's been wanting a detective story. Everyone's been wanting, you know, proper characterization for all these characters, no matter how wacky it is. I mean, the the penguin is the penguin. Like, I don't think he the has detective the detective stuff, man. The detective stuff. Yeah. There were little bits, like if you blink you miss it moments of that they show off his intelligence i was like wow that was awesome oh yeah i mean I, I, we'll talk about it more during yeah. the spoilers <laughs> how that you know all works but you're right yes uh one, one thing one thing that i liked about it though was it was the grounded in reality tone blah 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 but it wasn't that's the one thing though it's like it was grounded in its reality which was similar to ours but it was a little bit more over the top mm-hmm. like reeves reeves definitely had you know he didn't go overboard right there with anything right. but he definitely had fun with it and he didn't hold back like if you need a detective contact lens he had a detective contact lens if you need this he, like he let he let things go that you know maybe you know, somebody who wanted a little more down to earth wouldn't have. So they, he definitely had a little bit of fun with the penguin. He waddled. <laughs> His nose mm-hmm. was pointier than I thought it would be in scenes. Uh, he, I just, he definitely had like, you could just feel like that there was an attention to detail and care that went into this movie that mm-hmm. Kale, to your point will definitely divide fans because of Pattinson Batman and he has eyeshadow on it. That's what's going to happen. <laughs> is there, is there, they're going to be like, they won't be able to see past that. And actually the prequel novel uh, goes into why he puts that over his eyes. is pretty funny. It has nothing to do with the cowl. It has to do with just disguising his eyes when he doesn't have a cowl because it takes place before he has Batman mask. But like, That's funny. but the thing is, is like, it makes sense. It all makes sense. You're right. This, I honestly, this was three hours. Everyone knows it's three hours. We don't have to talk about it being three hours, but, I had a smile under my mask for the entire. We have to. I don't know if you guys have to wear masks for the whole three hours. I was smiling, and I was like, "This is." And I, I honestly like, uh, in the third act when things were happening, I, I just was like, "I effing love Batman!" Like, they, like because mm-hmm. the third act, the third act, they do something with the Riddler that went full like Batman villain. I'm not even saying it properly. I'm not trying to. I'm not. Mm-hmm. I think I understand. Yeah, it, it was the end of a scene in the trailer. In it was the end of a scene in the trailer, right? No, no, it was. Oh, okay. It, 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 it's <laughs> not even the it's not even the Riddler, but it's the Riddler. Now, do you know what I'm saying? Okay, it's not okay. the Riddler. And that was like that's like that's how Batman villains work. I'm like that is this is what you're doing, mm-hmm. and I, and I was just like I I just I was all in. I'm like. And it just felt like a natural, like the whole film felt like a mm-hmm. natural progression all the way through. 
whatever was cut out, I don't know, but if nothing felt missing, nothing yeah. felt nothing lingered either. It was a scene with Catwoman that I was like, oh, this might go done. Let's move on. Yep. Like there was a scene with someone else. I'm like, this is gonna linger. No, let's go move on. Mm-hmm. Like, this is three hours. There's gotta be four hundred thousand scenes in this thing. Like it just kept going and going. And Jakino's score, I thought was I've listened to <laughs> so it for like good. a week, like since Friday, but in the movie itself though. And by the way, Scotty, I don't know if you remember, we talked about this last week. I think I talked about this with you. There's a track called The Pumpkin, The Great Pumpkin Pie. And there's a scene in the movie when someone says, I just ordered a pumpkin pie. Mm. <laughs> I didn't I didn't even catch that. Andrew <laughs> did. He's like, that's the pumpkin pie song you told me about. <laughs> <laughs> Those are just all the <laughs> scarecrow Easter eggs for the next movie. <laughs> Mr. Rez <laughs> wants to correct me. It's actually only two hours and 56 minutes. It's two hours. Oh. It's about I, we the, only had what was that Kel? No, it's about the same length as the sound of music. So oh, there you go. So pick your poison. I only had 12 minutes of trailers before the movie. That was that made me happy because same. I I was like, I'm not sure. I, I didn't drink water for like 12 hours, but I was like, my bladder has to be completely dry. I I had popcorn and I was so parched that I, I was like, let's go, let's go. I know this has nothing to do with the movie, but what trailers did you guys have? Because I also got a short and real. Uh, I got the DC, the DC Heroes one, Doctor Strange two, Sonic. We got Sonic. I did not get Sonic. I wish I got <laughs> I was Sonic. Like, really? what? Was Sonic before oh, this Dumble, movie? Dumb, Dumbledore, Dumbledore. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. And there was a, there was another WB one. I can't put my finger on right now. Obviously, Man of, it Man of Steel two. I mean, his man is still too. No, we did. We did get the end. Wait, it, sorry, it, it, this was no spoilers. It was. It was weird. The, it was weird though because we got the trailer for the the DC twenty twenty two slate, and then the movie started. There was no like feature presentation. It just like started. I was like, "What's happening? Where are we right now? What an <laughs> what an opening, by the way. What it like just like a, and then you're in it, right? It's mm-hmm. like." in and and mm-hmm. you know the people having fights this yeah it's similar to jack reacher's opening uh yes yes very much yes oh my gosh so great the trailer was just a tease it was the trailer was a perfect tease of what this movie is man it was that yeah, was awesome yeah because yeah. you can you can guess a lot from from the trailer but you won't be right yeah <laughs> and there's yeah that's and the there's thing. You so don't know much to end yeah and there's so much more to it although i said this off the top sky they put a little bit they, there's too much stuff from the end of the movie that they threw in the trailer maybe not dialogue wise but shot wise and i was like because eh. one thing i love was what movie it was i think the force awake seven years ago now but that <laughs> movie the force awakens they only showed, I think, the first 15 minutes of the movie in all the trailers, I believe, or 20 mm-hmm. minutes or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I, I prefer that where I don't have to see the the whole not that not that this ruins anything, but there's literally like one of the characters, the last shot of this character is in a trailer. Mm-hmm. And I was like, really? Like that's sp- amazing Spider-Man 2 material there. You mm-hmm. um, so oh, I mean it doesn't it, like, mm-hmm. it doesn't it doesn't ruin it doesn't ruin the movie. Nothing in the trailers necessarily ruined the movie, but I'm not a fan of. I don't know. There was stuff right. that was happened just so late in the game that you have know. to come to the dark side, to the spoiler side. Trailers, no. trailers are just 
well-fabricated spoilers, guys. I'm telling you. There's, actually, you're actually, not going to get ruined okay. by anything we talk <laughs> no. about over on my channel. <laughs> Kale, you, you might appreciate this, but when What Lies Beneath came out, they they showed a, the twist, like the big twist in that movie in the trailer. And even Castaway, both Robert Zemeckis movies showed that Tom Hanks got off the island in one of the trailers. And they asked <laughs> Zemeckis, and Zemeckis actually said he finds, or this is like a study, not necessarily him, but if you give away things in the trailer, and to your point, Scotty, the, the spoilers, people will go see it. People like that. That's what they want. They want to be spoiled. They want to know what they're getting into. I'm not, that is not me. I don't want, no, I don't want to be on that no, boat. I'm not it's on that weird. It's a growing culture. It's, it's no. gaining momentum, I feel like. I, Especially because of Marvel and the way, and also, sorry yeah. not to cut you off, but the way that um, <laughs> companies hide things in trailers or add things in that are just not there in the movie. You know what I mean? Uh, and actually, a really good example of this, because it's an old one, is Talladega Nights, the Will Ferrell uh, NASCAR movie. Yeah. All yeah. of the really, really good jokes in all those trailers and stuff they were not in the movie. They were on a blooper reel at the end. Yeah. So, um, yeah, for sure. I don't mind them. I, I think for me, it's just I don't like playing tic-tac-toe when I'm watching a movie like or doing a cross list. Like, okay, we got this scene. We got this shot. Man, we're really close to the end. I guess they're not going to have that. Oh, here it is. I, I, and, and not that you should go into a movie like playing like tic-tac-toe or bingo mm -hmm. uh with your with movie trailers but it's nice to have a movie like avengers endgame where you're like oh the all the, everything was in the first 30 minutes mostly you know what's funny yeah, too is a lot of times when i when i feel like i know a whole movie like the spider-man stuff when the whole plot came out pretty much you go and you sit down and you start to watch it you forget all that stuff you forget all that stuff. You don't even remember the list you came in with, the things you're yeah. looking for. Like, yeah. So as you should. I mean, a movie's supposed to have yeah. discovery. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Did you guys have the Batman combo at your theater where the popcorn was in Batman's trolled. head? No. no. I mean, well, I'm in Canada. We don't get we don't get stuff. Uh, Mr. Red no. says I I just prefer. I prefer just spoilers and I avoid movies. <laughs> yeah. Go on Wikipedia. <sighs> just go to the Wikipedia. Struggle is real. It, it's, <laughs> it's very real. But look, this movie, this movie was just, um, we're going to spoilers again tomorrow, 3 p.m. Eastern. But this, this movie, I was, I was hoping for a, a good film. And I think, no, I know. Like that's what we got. We didn't get a good superhero movie. We didn't get a good action movie. We got a good film. Like this was a solid. I I I said right out of the theater on on my review right out of the theater that this is the best. And I'm gonna I'm not even gonna say maybe. I'm gonna say this was the best hands down Batman story we've gotten on film to date. This was to me. This was the best Ooh. one. I think it was a. Yeah, Kale. I'm gonna shut off your mic. This was. <laughs> <laughs> This was the best Batman story we've gone on film to date. Uh, you can debate me. I'm not. I mean, this is it's all subjective. So whatever. But I'm going to say this is. <laughs> but this was I think it was. And I think 
I, and and what I will say is I thought the mystery, the detective, I didn't mute you. I know. The detective, the detective uh, aspect of it, the, the way it played into the rogues gallery and, and, and just everything about it. I just, that, that's where I am. You could argue me if you want. I'm not going to say you're wrong, but you are. I, but I mean, my feeling was, my feeling was when I got out of the theater that this was the best story we've gotten with Batman uh, in, in a feature film. I'm not going to argue. It's just, I, for me, it's just still a little too early. Like the pie yeah. is still hot, if you will. <laughs> no, so, so I'm not, I wouldn't, I'm not, I didn't say that it's a better, the best Batman film. I just said the story within this one, I felt might have been the strongest story we've gotten. So. It's that's yeah. I, it's different because I, I think it's like I, right now I can say I like this better than than you know Batman Forever, but I've seen it once. Do you know what I mean? Like like it's hard to it's hard to to debate that. But the story itself, I just I just thought this might have been the strongest story. You can uh... tell the you can tell the the passion and the like effort that Matt Reeves put into this project, dude. It is. A tribute to every Batman that came before it. It is its own brand new iteration of a Batman. Gotham is its own thing that they're going to spin off. It's it is so hard to say it's not one of the best I, things they've done for the character of Batman in a long time. Yeah, and that's that's all I'm saying. I mean, I mean we, whatever. But the, so uh, Reeves just said an Arkham show is also on the docket and after watching it it's like oh that's completely different from what i was anticipating right like it, it res res agrees completely probably with kale but i'm gonna <laughs> but like but but the arkham show after seeing the movie you're like what the arkham an arkham show there's so many more levels now after watching this Right, there's so many it's more levels. Not just because when I first heard Arkham Show, Arkham Asylum anymore. Like what they did exactly. is so amazing, it's... dude. Oh, I can't wait getting, for people to we're see. Get, it. We're getting. And that's to, my question for. Well, and that's my question for the future: is how much is Matt Reeves going to get involved in all this? Because I mean, is he going to be kind of like a John Favreau type, or is he going to kind of de- delegate like all these different you know shows right, to different right. showrunners? Hopefully because they got a plan, man. I hope so because mm. I mean I don't want this to take away from him doing sequels or any or any other stuff. No, he's a hundred percent doing the whole trilogy. I think that's like this trilogy is his because <clears throat> oh, they yeah. pitched him the Batman stuff that Affleck was doing, and he was like, "Man, if I'm doing this, I'm 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 doing this." You know what I mean? So I think he's gonna yeah, do all I, three I think... movies. I think he's going to do the movies and I think he's going to oversee the shows. I don't think it's going to be like James Gunn doing Peacemaker, which mm-hmm. is good and bad, I guess, because the bad is James Gunn just wrote and directed Peacemaker and goes, here you go. It's done in the can. You're like, what? How did this happen so fast? Like the, the speed of which that show came to be. It makes, it makes me so upset when they announced all these HBO shows for these Batman characters. Hmm. And then Reeves is talking now. He's like, well, we'll see how the movie does. It's like, no, just do them. Just do no. them. <laughs> yeah. Just make them, make them. I can't get HBO max here, but I will, I will find a way. Kale, you tried to help me out with that. It didn't work, but I will, no. I will find a way. To... <laughs> yes. I, I tried. I tried. I tried. It's a, uh, that, that's, I'm sorry. Get VPN. Maybe. Oh, wait. 
I don't wait that would that never mind. I don't know if that would work. Uh, no, but uh, I'm just gonna go ahead and say it. Like DC is two for two this year. That's not happened in a. I don't think ever. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, they, I they hate it, yeah. Um, I guess if you, depending on if you like both Shazam and Joker, you can say you know 2019 was two for two. But I mean, still, like it, 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 it we got like because I mean Peacemaker, then this, and then the Super Pets even count or. Uh, um they, we... they want us to count it okay so we're we got like four more of these uh dc projects coming out this year and it's like and it's all looking good like the the reel they showed uh about two weeks ago that's in the trailers now it looks good like the footage yeah. looks great like i mean even with like just a little bit of the flash with the visor or uh you know dwayne johnson in the black adam costume or uh, Aquaman in his new black costume or black and blue costume, like it all looks great. Like it looks like we're gonna have a, you know, we're gonna have a great year on for DC. Um, this movie's gonna do crazy numbers, man. I, I hope so. I mean, the the, rea- the the audience reaction for this was huge. I don't know about you guys, but it was pretty. Everyone was pretty buzzed. I will say this: my theater was. They must have thought that uh, Charlie Cox entered the theater when it ended because it was dead silent when it was over. <laughs> I was like, I was worried to like show any emotion when it ended. Yeah, I was worried to show any emotion when it ended because and people just like got up, shuffled off, put on their jacket, and walked away. And I was like, Am I the only one that liked the movie in this theater? Mm-hmm. I couldn't tell. And then I looked over at, at Andrew and I said, What'd you think? He goes, I think I loved it. I go, do you think you did or did you? Because I definitely did. Am I alone here? Am oh, I, I was on speechless. This island? <laughs> yeah, well, I saw your tweet about it. And, and I was like, I can't, like, it might be, but it was, it was the only one of the, there wasn't a lot of people in my theater either. There was like 15. I'm like, am I the only one that liked it in this theater? Really? I can't tell. It was, I, went, I don't know. People might have liked it. I don't know. They just be emotionless, like, just like deadpan, like, well, it was three hours. Someone did bring their little kid, though. And I was like, just oh like, god yeah as soon as i saw the kid walked in i was like uh, dale erdman says they finally made a good batman movie <laughs> i mean i'm the one that saw batman returns when they were three years old but yeah. uh yeah no please keep the kids at home um yeah, yeah they, and on top of the, this, this movie's boring for kids i like on top of like aside from everything else it's three hours if if this is PG thirteen, I'm not worried about Moon Knight. I'm not worried about Blade. <laughs> I mean, this movie yeah. p- for PG thirteen, man, they toe the line. My kids the open- can't watch this. Whoa. The opening scene, <laughs> told, the opening scene was like, I was like, whoa, you're starting with that, okay? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Even the the scene that follows it is still just as like shocking as the scene before it. Like it's still just yeah. like visceral and cutthroat, and like it, it just like is so like wow. Like we are on a different plane here. I mean, we came, we've come a long way. From 33 years ago, when Bat- when Keaton was hanging a guy like off of a cliff, we've come a long way from that awesomeness to this. Who are you? I want you to do me a favor. 
we definitely have. You're absolutely right. It's 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 remarkable how far we've gotten in this. But you know, I, I remember I watched that movie as a kid, and it was a little bit edgy. Now it's uh, Scotty, ten out of ten. I, I gave it a one hundred and eleven thousand out of ten. He did. Um, I have the. I was just. I honestly like the movie ended. I said. I was I um I was like I I text my my wife and she goes how was it? I go we're waiting for the next show like we're gonna stay here until they play it again just keep playing it because I I loved it, it and this is James in the theater yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just gets underneath sweep the around, seats yeah. sweep around me <laughs> sweep around I yep. just you know okay what was that no I was like yes yep we're yep just starting the reels like get the reels going yeah. back again or the DCP. Turn yeah. the computer back on. Let's go. Let's go. It was just, you know, it's like you they sold me on a movie and it was the one that I got and I ended up really, really enjoying it. So it was like everything kind of worked out. And I, you're right. This is two for two, Kale. They got two for two and they've got three or four more coming up this year. We'll see what the track work is like at the end of it. But this one is so different from the other ones that are coming. This one was definitely a Matt Reeves passion project. I, you know what? I, uh, we won't compare this to another Batman movie, but let's compare it to another Reeves movie. How would you guys compare this to like a Dawn of the Planet of the Apes? Because I think Dawn of the Planet of the Apes is one of the greatest sequels of all time. I think he just like destroyed that movie in every way. How would you guys think this compares to that? Go ahead. Slightly less epic, slightly less of an epic, but I mean... They're both very, very good movies. This movie is everything. The 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 environments match. All of the actors are lost in the roles. Even just the little subtleties from Gordon, like he he's so good in the movie. He was a phenomenal. Everybody, everybody did a top notch job, and I feel like that's what makes it a ten out of ten for me. Because there's no real one part of it that I was like lacked. Um, comparing this to Dawn of the Planet of the Apes just specifically, um, I don't know, like, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes is, like, my favorite blockbuster from the previous decade. Like, hands down, that's, like, my favorite, like, blockbuster. Uh, not my favorite movie from that decade, just favorite blockbuster, because... It's a, it's a, it's so good. I mean, it's just, like, you know, Dawn is just, like it encapsulates everything about what the planet of the apes is, but tells a very human story and also is covered in pathos. And this one, it's, it has its own pathos, but it also, it's so hard. Like this, it's so hard to compare and contrast because they're both different, but they're also so great on their own. Like this one feels like like you said earlier, uh, Scotty. It's a it's an epic. Like this movie, this is a full fledged three hour, you know, epic story uh, with with all these characters. And then Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. It's really about the struggle between two tribes. Uh, that's really what it's broken down to. Not to simplify it, but that's really what the movie is. It's a movie, movie with a conflict between two tribes the humans and the apes of san francisco mm -hmm. that's good. yeah i i'm uh, it's i always recommend donna planet of the apes to people who haven't seen us said you have to watch this and i think this would be the batman movie that i say i know you don't like 
like for someone that didn't like a superhero movie, I'd be like, you, you're going to like this one. Like it's, although it's very specific though, right? It's, it, I can, I can see people not liking it to be honest. Like not, it's not going to be for everybody, but I would highly recommend uh, the Batman to anybody that enjoys a good story, a good, a good, a good, the, you know what it was too. It's like living where I live in hell. We went like, we couldn't our theater shut like amazing like spider-man 3 came out what is it called no way home came out i saw that and then like the next day our theater shut down for two until now and and so i didn't get to go to a movie and so i missed out on scream i've missed out on all these movies not as big obviously but i missed out on all these movies you missed out on uncharted uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I missed it on on classics like that, but like I missed it on all these movies, and now I I come back, and this was like the perfect one to bring roll out the welcoming mat, you know, the one that's like, hey, remember movies? This is why you're here, and it was uh, mm-hmm. so it was it was perfect. I mean, it was just the whole experience was just perfect, and unlike my experience watching Ghostbusters and Spider Man No Way Home in that theater. No one spoke. It was very quiet in the theater when I saw it, and I appreciated that. Thank you, all fifteen people in there who might have been miserable. I have no idea. <laughs> I know, like, I know, like that's what I love about this. Like, there's no like, I can hear people's dialogue in this movie. I don't have to like, no, 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 please, I didn't have to hear the dialogue. Like between, you know, yeah, I love it. I, I genuinely, I genuinely yeah. love the audience experience, even if it was muted. And but I mean every but I but I mean I mean it like everyone was so buzzed after this. The only disappointment came was that there's no like real like stinger at the end. There's no like post credit stinger. Yeah, it. Uh, I was gonna say that was gonna be like my final thing to say is like the ending of this movie to me just feels like a brand new like let's go, man. I want to know more about this, 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 and this. They, I'm on the hook for a bunch of different reasons yeah i think i think the no there's a post-credit stinger we can call it it's i guess an easter egg. it's like an easter, yeah, it's egg. An easter egg i miss in my it. opinion like a, if you're not like a sweaty sweaty you don't have to stay i did not yeah. stay because i already kind of know what it is or i've already seen it because it's out there but, also if you really just have to go to the bathroom go ahead yeah it's not it's yeah not, exactly you shouldn't stick around it made Captain America at the end of uh, of Spider Homecoming look good, and this one. But I stood, I, right. I stood. I no, I'm just, I'm just. I I stood around and I got it. There's a flash though, but I missed the flash. Whatever it was, there's like a came on the screen. I I couldn't mm. see it. So, if you want to stick around, you can. But you can definitely definitely avoid this one. But I think that it didn't need a post credit scene because of what you said, Scotty. It just it sets everything up in the movie, mm-hmm. especially at the end of the movie. There is. A scene at the end of the movie that I think will have all of the fanboys of every everyone giddy. Yeah, you want to see the movie ahead. before you get uh, well, it spoiled. Hold on, hold on, hold on, don't pull. Hold on, let's not let's tease. We we uh, just stopping y'all from you know letting on, on too much. But, okay, let's, but yes, there is. But yes, there is. It's a very fun scene that involves mm-hmm. Catwoman, Batman. I'm just joking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, oh, let's before we wrap it up, the volume that they use on the Star Wars show was used for those rooftop scenes in this one. What'd you guys think of that? Amazing. Oh, that's Loved what that it. was. Yeah. Yep. Oh, yep. that's incredible. Really good. Oh. There's your there's your answer. I wish I could. <laughs> I wish I could do that kind of stuff. I'm gonna figure it out. I'm gonna I figure mean, it out. I mean, I figured it was some kind of blue screen or green screen technology at first because 
Matt Reeves kind of said, like during the pandemic or the early stages of pandemic, they wanted to like reconfigure their entire shoot yeah. to be all interiors or all indoors. So they have more like control of their environment. Dude, all the sets, all of the sets were amazing. I loved all the visuals about uh, in this film. It was really, mm-hmm. really good. All when right, people let's... say masterpiece, it's like sets, music, the sounds, every little sound, every like reload of a gun or, you know, like everything was so crisp. This movie better be nominated for a couple Oscars next year. Otherwise, it'll win the family. God, yeah. Sound. Yeah, I think cinematography has a chance as well. I was really impressed with the way art it direction, VFX, art direction. Yeah, VFX. Yeah, because there's a lot of VFX we don't even know were there. But let's wrap it up right there, because we've been going on for an hour and we've got our spoiler conversation happening tomorrow, mm. and that's the one where the goodies are going to fly. Uh, the way that show is going to work is we're going to do the first hour. It's going to be it's going to be seven hours long. The first hour will be us gushing. The second hour will be us gushing. The third hour will be the pee break. The fourth hour, I'm just joking. All right, guys. Yeah. We're, you're going to find out how Superman's <laughs> parents died. Yeah. Everyone's name is Martha in this one. Uh, Kale, where can everybody find you at? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at MovieKale. Uh, and then uh, please check out my show, The Youth Critic uh, Podcast. Uh, it's on Anchor. It's on Spotify, iTunes, anywhere you can watch uh, podcasts. Uh, thank you so much, James. Scotty, it's nice to meet you. Yes, you too, man. Yeah, thanks, Kellen. Scotty, where can everybody find you at? It's Hawks Holocrons on YouTube, primarily a uh, little baby channel over there, grinding our way to 250. You'll so, get there. Yeah, yeah, I love I... YouTube. I love community and theories. You guys can uh, reach out on Twitter, too, right after you see it. Drop a DM. I'm usually in there. All right, that'll do it. Thanks, guys. Thanks for joining me today. Go check out there podcasts and youtube channels and until next time we're going to talk tomorrow though but until next time may you be the master of your own universe